The Rolling Stones and Billy Joel both sing about it, and it plays a starring role in one of Humphrey Bogart's most memorable lines. Now, a New Zealand-made gin's been named a world best. Roots Marlborough Dry Gin has been a world, uh, awarded world's best London dry gin. I need a glass of something to wash that title down. At the World Gin Awards in the UK, it's made by Blenheim-based Elemental Distillers, and Ben Leggett, one of the founders, joins us now. Hi, Ben. Hi, how are you doing? Kia ora. Very well. Cheers to that award then. So did they <laughs> yeah. tell you why you're a winner? Uh, they Not quite in the detail yet. We're, um, we're hoping to get a bit more detail from the head judges in the next couple of days. But um, obviously just to receive the award at, at all at this stage is, is just amazing news. Yeah, what does it mean to you? Gosh, yeah, good. it means a fair bit, really. I mean, to begin with, we're you know very much the, the epitome of the term boutique when it comes to boutique distilleries. You know, we're uh, a beautiful little uh, distillery set up in the heart of Marlborough, surrounded by vineyards on two sides. The distillery is built out of upcycled shipping containers, and day in and day out, there's just two of us here operating. Um, but, you know, our entire goal has always been to make the single best London dry gin that we possibly can, and uh, to be obviously recognised that now on, on such a global scale is, um, is just, yeah, beyond our expectations. There is a lot in that. First off, for the people who are not experts in gin, what is a London dry gin? Indeed, yeah. So London dry gin is very much um, arguably a bit of a purist category. Gin has obviously exploded you know, globally in a, in a pretty big way here in New Zealand as well. Um, and uh, a London dry gin, first and foremost, has to be juniper predominantly when it comes both in the flavour and in the aroma. So consumers will buy any bottle of London dry gin, whoever makes it, and it will taste like juniper and therefore it will arguably tastes like gin when they take it home. Um, we're not allowed to add any forms of sugar or any forms of uh, flavourings post-distillation, so it's very much a, a purist gin category for gin lovers. Is, is, New Zealand, is gin making a thing in New Zealand? Like, Do we grow juniper berries in quantities where we can do this? Oh, gin is definitely a big thing, and, and especially in the last uh, sort of three to five years, it's exploded with a um, with a vigour here, absolutely. And, and there's a huge number of new brands and distilleries that have come out of the woodwork in that same time. Juniper is absolutely a, a plant that can grow in New Zealand, and there's some amazing groups working to do exactly that. But it doesn't come without its challenges. Um, it's um, uh, it takes about eight to ten years to mature to the point of even producing fruit. It's a dioecious species, so only the female. Um, it produces it, but you still need the male to pollinate. And harvesting um, uh, berries ripen over a, slowly over a period of about 18 months. So you, you need to keep constantly going back to the same plant to even harvest a little bit each time. So it, it doesn't come without its challenges. Hey, do those wine people give you the side eye, Ben? <laughs> They're some of my best clients, and uh, there's no shortage of obviously Sauvignon Blanc here. And so uh, to be the only gin distiller surrounded by a bunch of, um, you know, very, very uh, fond, um, libacious people is, is obviously just nothing but a benefit to us as well. Okay, so you, you're two blokes making some gin with some other people helping you out, and you started off literally in a garage, right? So how do you go from garage to world champs in what seems like record time? Honestly, I'm still trying to uh, find the answer myself. But, um, I mean, honestly, our story is, is more than just, you know, two guys and a couple of shipping containers. It's very much the, the local community, the people who have been supporting us. We, you know, we, we very strictly stick to that sort of London Dry style um, as part of our MO. But um, in order to be able to harvest the best, you know, botanicals we possibly can from around New Zealand, we have to work with local foragers, local growers, um, and even uh, local volunteers who help us do things, whether it's picking wild gorse flowers or peeling grapefruit every year. And uh, they're as much a part of our success as, as anything that we've been doing ourselves. 
Is demand going through the roof? Has word spread? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mum's been a legend. She met me at the airport at 8.30pm when I flew in two nights ago with some bunting and there was probably all of three people in the airport at that time, but she gave me my own little ticket ticket parade when I arrived. Yay, go mum. She's awesome. <laughs> What's mum's name? Mum's name is Maureen, or Mo, as she prefers oh, to be called. Yeah. Good on Mo. That is fantastic. Now, just before we go, Ben, if you were sitting yes. down to a celebration, which I am sure you have, what would you, <laughs> what would you, what would you serve? What would you serve for your celebration as oh, a tipple? Honestly, we would serve a, a, a classic gin and tonic. We would uh, a nice, healthy pour of roots, marble dry gin, topped up with some beautiful. East Imperial Yuzu Tonic or East Imperial Burma Classic Tonic. A lovely New Zealand tonic brand. A little bit of a squeeze of citrus lime if you have it. Stir it down and uh, charge it with a second straight away. Well, congratulations, Ben. It's been a pleasure talking to you. That has been Leggett, world champs when it comes to best London dry gin. And that was at the awards in the UK.